Greetings, everyone. This is Pastor Mike. Thanks for joining me today. I'm here in my office with my Bible open to Exodus chapter 18, where it says, beginning at verse 13, the next day Moses took his seat to serve as judge for the people, and they stood around him from morning till evening. When his father-in-law saw all that Moses was doing for the people, he said, What is this you're doing for the people? Why do you alone sit as judge, while all these people stand around you from morning till evening? Moses answered him, Because the people come to me to seek God's will. Whenever they have a dispute, it is brought to me, and I decide between the parties and inform them of God's decrees and instructions. Moses' father-in-law replied, What you are doing is not good. You and these people who come to you will only wear themselves out. The work is too heavy for you. You cannot handle it alone. Listen now to me, and I will give you some advice, and may God be with you. You must be the people's representative before God and bring their disputes to Him. Teach them His decrees and instructions, and show them the way they are to live and how they are to behave. But select capable men from all the people, men who fear God, trustworthy men who hate dishonest gain, and appoint them as officials over thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens. Have them serve as judges for the people at all times, but have them bring every difficult case to you. The simple cases, they can decide themselves. That will make your load lighter, because they will share it with you. If you do this, and God so commands, you will be able to stand the strain, and all these people will go home satisfied. Moses listened to his father-in-law and did everything he said. Now we are continuing to explore this paradigm that every believer is a minister and has been a portion of grace and power to fulfill their calling in the places where they live, work, and worship. We see in the scriptures how God has given apostles and prophets, teachers, pastors, and evangelists to equip God's people to do the work of the ministry. The story in Exodus speaks as loudly to leaders in the church today as it did to Moses in his day. In it, we see that it has always been God's plan and desire, not that a chosen few who hold the title of pastor or minister do all the work of the ministry. But we as leaders have been placed in the church to equip God's people to do the work of the ministry. As pastors and leaders, it is our commission to inspire, equip, and unleash the church so that Christ will be glorified as he fills everything in every way. Christ's glory is revealed through the whole body, building itself up in love as each part does its work. Now, this sounds like pretty basic stuff, but all too often it's not implemented because it runs contrary to human nature. We know that the history of human governance almost always runs in the direction of centralizing and consolidating power and control in one place, under one person, or among a small group of people. You see this early on in the book of Genesis, chapter 11, with the Tower of Babel. 
At this time, everyone on earth still spoke one language, and they said to each other, Come, let us build for ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens so that we can make a name for ourselves and not be scattered over the face of the earth. God saw where this was going and that it was not good. So God responded by confusing their language so that they would not understand each other. And then God scattered them throughout the whole earth. Giving away control has never been the historical pattern of human nature, even among God's people. Remember how the Israelites cried out to God for a king to rule over them, like the other nations had. And God ultimately relented and gave them what they asked for, gave them Saul. But it grieved God's heart because God desired for them to be a nation governed by God, which is what Israel means. God's heart has always been to delegate authority and empower others to minister. This is so foundational to our understanding of God's will that it's the fifth paradigm of transformation, which is that God has delegated spiritual authority to people through the institutions of the family and the church, the marketplace, and the government. Therefore, those in positions of spiritual authority have responsibility for the spiritual atmosphere of their homes, churches, businesses, and cities. Pastors, as well as those who pastor, for we want to continue to differentiate between one who holds the title of pastor and the ministry of pastoring in the church. They are all to unfold the unique shape and gifting of the people they serve in order to inspire, encourage, equip, and unleash them into ministry. Moses, in this regard, needed a wake-up call, and his father-in-law, Jethro, was there to provide it. This passage in Exodus 18 is often called the Jethro Principle, which is simply to teach able men and delegate authority to others who can pastor tens and fifties and one hundreds and one thousands. This was much more effective as Moses gave ministry away, teaching them God's word and his statutes in such a way that they could minister among the people. Paul passed this principle on to Timothy, saying to him in 2 Timothy 2.2, And the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses, entrust to reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. You see, having all the ministry in the hands of a few people never works and will not work and cannot be effective in the long run. Can you imagine that scene where Moses as one man was trying to judge the disputes of the entire nation. It says people lined up and waited all day, and at the end of the day, most of them went home disappointed, having never been able to even get an audience. So they'd come back the next day and the next day, enduring the same frustration. Fortunately, Moses took Jethro's counsel as being from the Lord and implemented it to everyone's benefit. I know that in my own travels, throughout the world. This is one of the things that I've seen that has most restricted the effectiveness of the church, and that is pastors doing all the work of the ministry. They hold on to it and don't train and release others to use their gifts. Sometimes this is because of cultural expectations. They just believe that's what's expected of a pastor. Sometimes it's about control. 
And sometimes it's through a misunderstanding of biblical leadership that's inconsistent with what the Bible actually teaches. Like Moses, perhaps it never occurred to them that God desires for every believer to be a minister and has in fact gifted and empowered them to do so. They just need to be taught the word of God and shown the way to live and the duties they are to perform as Jethro described it to Moses. But on the other hand, I've also seen some of the most amazing moves of God throughout the world where the church is thriving and the kingdom of God is expanding exponentially. In these places, it's not happening because of super gifted and charismatic leaders doing all the ministry. These movements are being led by people who have a vision of equipping and unleashing people into ministry. These people then pass that vision forward as they equip others to do the work of the ministry. This is God's vision for church leadership. And like many aspects of God's will, it's a paradox. Effectiveness in ministry comes from giving it away. Pastors and leaders are servants. They are the under rowers who serve by helping others get to their destination. That destination is the realization of all that each one of us was created to be in Christ. For the Holy Spirit, working through the church is God's only plan for establishing and expanding the kingdom of God on earth until Christ returns. What a glorious vision God has for us as his people. Today, let's consider how God would have each of us apply this Jethro principle to our lives and to our ministry for the benefit of his church, for God's church, and for his glory. Amen.